0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Uh, Today, we will be talking about why men don't usually have an acts of service love language. They don't usually like to receive acts of service, uh, which is terribly inconvenient for all the women that are only comfortable giving acts of service to show love. And we will discuss why there is this disconnect between the genders, in my experience, working with couples uh, right before uh, that though I will tell you to subscribe as I always do my most recent subscriber episode was you don't actually have to be happy being alone before you can date because that is a major fallacy just like that whole you gotta love yourself before you can be in a relationship come on man like these <laughs> these bars are very high and really fantastical for the majority of non-perfect people which is everybody um so I, I will discuss those actually I discussed the Second one, even in in the same podcast intro of that other one, so I discuss also why you don't have to love yourself before you could love somebody else. Um, so if you're interested in either of those topics, you should definitely subscribe so you can access all my subscriber episodes for the low, low price of five ninety nine a month, which is really pretty good for the amount of content I pump out. Okay, so a lot of times women only have an acts of service love language, and I have a podcast on why acts of service and physical touch are diametrically opposed love languages but only in the situation where the woman's only love language is, is acts of service so if the woman's only love language is acts of service this usually means that she's pretty emotionally avoidant and the acts of service one is basically the only one that's just task doing so it's pretty impersonal compared to the others and it's the only one that you can outsource fully uh, if, it, if active service is a love language among others, though, then that does not necessarily point to um, emotional avoidance, but in fact is, is probably like every new mother has active service as a love language because she's just overwhelmed by shit to do, and many women have active service as a secondary love language. It would be very convenient, though, if more of them did because basically, or rather, it would be very convenient if more men had an act of service love language. Because remember, act of service is what you want to receive. So there's a lot of women who are saying stuff like, but I cook him dinner, but I do the laundry, but I do this, but I do that. Why does it matter that I haven't touched him since 2007? And that's because they are really comfortable giving acts of service and not any other love language. So Why is it so messed up that men don't value this? Well, I'll tell you why so many reasons but let's just focus on main two most men have more energy than most women women have higher rates of anxiety and depression they're more floored by month to month uh day to day minute to minute uh variations in their menstrual cycle as men do not have a menstrual cycle uh menopause happens pregnancy happens nursing happens a period happens i mean and you know i mean shit happens <laughs> Women have higher rates of being depressed, which in atypical depression, which is the one that women have, leads to fatigue and lead-in paralysis. I discuss this all the time. You can go to my podcast on uh, depression and my post, atypical depression in women. So... The, the the point here is men have a lot of energy, usually. Now, if you're like, wait a second, my husband doesn't have a lot of energy, well, then a couple things. Your husband may be depressed, too, and uh, also your husband may be suffering from low testosterone or your husband may just be somebody who is lazy. I don't really know. But usually when people are laying around on the couch, it means that they're depressed. So if your husband has much less energy than you do, this is biologically Not a normative situation and um, he should have energy, you know, and if he doesn't, that's a problem. Of course, it's a problem if you have zero energy, too, and you're probably depressed then, too. But, I mean, you probably know it because more women have depression than men, and more women go to therapy than men, and more women read about psychology than men, and and all of that kind of thing. So, like, there are so many people I talk to where the woman's like, oh, yeah, I was first diagnosed with depression when I was, like, 22, right after college, and then, of course, I had postpartum, and then, unfortunately, you know, Zoloft didn't work for me. and like, there's this whole mental history. And then I asked the guy, like, do you have any sort of, you know, history with a therapist or he's like no I don't I don't do that I no no I'm fine everything's fine and if he was depressed anxious anything he doesn't really even know so your husband if he's sitting around on the couch all the time and especially if he is also like negative irritable angry um kind of distant apathetic then he's probably depressed and you probably want to get him into therapy and really uh plenty of podcasts on how to convince your partner to get into couples therapy and as i always say it's easier to convince them to do something with you than without you so couples therapy would be the first step if they won't go to individual um anyway so generally though and particularly the men that i work with as i talk about a lot i work with many high achieving people and it is a rare man that i work with that does not exercise you know and exercise is you know linked to having a lot of energy and basically here's the thing. Men, this is why I'm talking about this. Men, there are there are many women, right, who say, God, I really want to clean the kitchen. I should really clean the kitchen. The kitchen looks like shit. The kitchen looks like shit. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so overwhelmed. I just wish somebody would clean the kitchen. I would feel so much better. I have never, ever, ever heard of a man say anything like that. If A man wants to clean the kitchen, not bad. If he really looks around, there's like fucking cockroaches and it's just disgusting and like his parents are coming over or something and like whatever or like he just listened to enough of my podcast and so he says, oh, women, they like the kitchen clean. Okay, I'll do that. And he'll just get up and do it. You know, like, because, again, he's probably not struggling with symptoms of depression and overwhelm, and he's not going to get his period tomorrow and whatever else. Women are just more sensitive creatures, okay? So, that that is what it is. So, if there is a man that exists in the world that's like, you know what, I should really clean up the kitchen, he just usually fucking does it. Or, sometimes, he'd be like, I should probably hire somebody to do this, and then he'll do it. What he won't do is say... God, if I was the kind of person who kept a clean kitchen, what would my life be? That's the kind of parent that I want my kids to have. Why does this get away from me so much? I'm going to look up like like a website about, you know, like how to structure my time better because maybe like I was at a kitchen cleaning routine, then that would like, you know, spill over into other aspects of my life. Maybe I could get back into yoga and I wouldn't be so depressed. That's not how a man talks that's called a woman so if you are if you want to know what a woman thinks like it was what i just did so when a man thinks boy this xyz thing really needs to get done they either do it or they hire it out or they don't do it and don't care so that is not how a woman operates so if you want to make your husband feel better by like doing some shit for him There's no point to do that because if he wanted the shit done, he would do it himself. And there are, oh, I have never, ever, ever, ever really actually heard a man say that he would have felt closer that day if a woman had done chores. That is just not some shit that happens in the world. So, like, if you are thinking that that is anything that's going to happen, or if that would be nice, or if that would be, like, so easy, because if your husband really wanted you to do laundry and then check it out, you're already doing the laundry, then that could kind of double dip as his, like, love language, because, you know, that would be real easy because it's what you're doing anyway. Well, there's no free lunch, as I say constantly, so... Men don't want that. What men want is something romantic and sexual, something that you cannot outsource or would be unethical to, and that is only between the two of you. Like, it's cute if you bake him cookies or something. That's, like, nice. But if you bake him cookies, but then you're, like, gone and you guys don't spend time together, there's no romance, there's no intimacy, there's no sex, he doesn't give a shit about the cookies. He wishes you would have spent the 40 minutes of the cookies hanging out, hugging, kissing, talking, and or having sex right? So that is how men and women are different. Now, here is another thing which I uh, went past really quickly, so I want to make sure to amplify it for you. Men also have very, like, low standards generally for shit that they're not going to do themselves. So you could be like, no, my husband's this rigid motherfucker and he, like, wants everything done exactly the right way with the car, with the house, with this, with that. Well, nine times out of ten, unless he is a, like, really, oh, outlier he's gonna do that shit himself and basically he's just asking you not to fuck it up so like he could have let's say like he's a real asshole about you know he he mowed the lawn and he has to mow the lawn perfectly he's not asking you to mow the lawn he's just saying like give me the time during the day to mow the lawn you know so that I can mow the lawn in the way that I want to mow the lawn or if it's like he likes to keep his car clean he's saying don't bring food into the car what he's not saying is you go clean the car he's not saying that why because for men when something is important for them to do they do it Oh, sorry I was coughing and laughing at the same time but they do it <laughs> That that's it like they just do it and they could get mad if you fuck it up but they're not telling you to do it we are ads like I hear women that are like it's really important for me to have a clean kitchen so I want him to do it <laughs> which is like and men like they, they like they don't understand it there's like a disconnect because it's so not how men operate right it would be like you saying man I, I really want to go to yoga so I sent my husband. (laughs) He did it for me. He did the yoga for me, and so it's better that way. It just doesn't work like that. So for most men, doing something like a task is like something they do. It's not something they tell you to do. So if your husband wants to work on the car, he doesn't tell you to go work on the car, and he isn't he isn't secretly hoping that you go figure out how to repair the car better than he can, and then you take that chore off his plate. No. He's doing it, and if he decides that he doesn't ever want to work on the car again, then he'll do one of two things. He'll make his his business to make enough money that he can have someone else work on the car, or he will stop caring about the car, and the car will just be a piece of shit. It'll be one or the other. You, though, have nothing to do with it. He will never tell you to start to work on the car in his stead, whereas women do do that. And why do I think that it is? Because A, they have extremely high standards for housework and things like that. But B, and this is the part that doesn't get talked about enough, they don't have as much energy. They really don't. They really don't. A lot of the month, they don't have any. A lot of women have depression. A lot of women are dealing with hormonal issues. And really, a man is physically stronger than a woman. So that, I believe, is really unassailable. So, I mean, you could assail it if you will, but I mean, that is the truth. And women need more sleep. I, uh, research shows that women need like something like 15 minutes more sleep, but that's just an average. So anyway, the point is, when women want acts of service, it's because they feel overwhelmed by something they consider extremely important, but they do not have the energy or the drive or the, the ability to not feel overwhelmed enough to do it themselves. So they are asking you to take something off their plate. And within the context of a loving, a close marriage, this goes well for the guy. Remember, everybody is not in a dysfunctional sexless marriage. For many people, many women feel extremely appreciative when the man cleans the kitchen or does whatever. And feels like they hit the jackpot and that he's a great guy. So that is a happy marriage. And so he does extra stuff and she feels love. That's really what an acts of service love language is. Sometimes acts of service love language gets butchered because people think that it only is in the situation of a dysfunctional couple where everything is loveless and sexless and resentment filled. So in those situations, the man does acts of service and then he turns to her and she says, so what? Why did I have to ask you to do that? You live here too. So then it's like, fuck you. Because, you know, you said it was acts of service was your love language. I don't give a shit about any of it. I would order in every meal from now until we die. I don't give a shit. (laughs) And so, you know, it's like... He doesn't care at all. But the woman is like, that isn't an act of service love language. Basically, she's just telling him, here are your chores to do. And that should never be thought of as an act of service love language. An act of service love language is when you feel loved when somebody does chores, not when they do chores and you're just like, okay, cool, you live here too. So that's not any sort of love language. Love is very far away. Love is like 500 miles away from that interaction. has nothing to do with it. So when women say, okay, so here's another situation. There's some women who have low self-esteem about their ability to be competent and to be good homemakers and good moms. This is usually younger women. So I'll say up to their 30s, usually, because that's when people have babies, 20s, 30s, and then small children, 30s, you know, and. It's also before perimenopause hormones, you know, hit, which is 10 years before menopause, menopause 52. So you can do your subtraction. So as I've discussed, women in their 30s are generally, I said, you know, your window to change is when your wife is in her 30s. It's not when she's in her 40s because by then her hormones have started to decrease a little bit. She doesn't give a shit really about, you know, taking care of you and the relationship in the same way she used to. She could also see the writing on the wall that the kids are going to leave the house at some point. So it's not like marriages in their 40s can't be fixed, but they take a lot more effort than if the man put that effort in when she was a little bit younger with young kids and she was in the young mother stage. So in the young mother stage, sometimes women, and this is, uh, goes back to my femininity, was masculinity and femininity mean no, 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 my feminine energy podcast. Listen to that one. So these women are still big into like, how is my female identity shaped by what I can do around the home? Now, in that case, I've seen women that are younger, you know, get very upset that the man doesn't need them to do anything practical in their estimation. They have this idea about who they want to be as a wife and mother, which includes being, you know, a very good homemaker and keeping everything very nice and making all these treats for everybody and, keeping everything spotless. And she's looking on Pinterest for like, you know, uh, how to clean your house with lemon juice or whatever. And so in these cases, an intelligent man will say something like, oh, could you bake me those cookies that you made last week? They're so great. Or, oh, can you make your lasagna this weekend? Wow. Or man, like you did so good at organizing the kids' closets by color. It's like so amazing. Look at that. Like you are like the best home ever, If she really has an identity focus on being a good homemaker, which is great, you know, that makes life nice for children and everything, you know, it's certainly, it's it's a good thing, right, for your children, for you, even if you know that you could buy the cookies, you know, yourself or that it doesn't matter what the closets look like. Say nice things because this is part of who she is. And if she really, if, if your wife has ever said, you don't need me for anything, like, what do you even need me for? Don't answer sex. I know that's your answer. That answer never goes well. Learn from men who have come before you. And say things like, you keep a wonderful home. Everybody's happy because of you. You set the mood of the house. You're such a good mother. You do everything with the children. You cook well. You bake well. You organize well. Look how well you decorate. So this is a situation where a woman's acts of service around the home are what she wishes was your love language. So as long as she gives you other things besides the cookies, make a big fucking deal out of the cookies. Are you going to die from doing that? No. That's a, a case where, like, you should focus on the positives. It's not even really lying. Like, you, you like the cookies? Fine, you like the cookies. Don't be the person who's like, well, yeah, I like the cookies, but honestly, I would rather that you had sex with me for the 40 minutes it took you to bake the cookies. Unless you're in a sexless marriage or a low-sex marriage, in which case, sure, you know, I mean, don't say it like that, but you could say... I really do, you know, I love the cookies, but I value other things too. But as long as things are nice in your relationship, if you get the impression that your wife really wishes that you are more like her own dad who really liked the cookies that her mom baked for him or whatever, just like go with the flow and compliment her on the things that you see that she wishes that you valued. Cause you like the cookies, isn't it cute? Believe me, one day she's not going to be making cookies. Cookies comes with estrogen, and when the estrogen goes down, the cookies going to go down too. So then you're going to miss them. So anyway, uh, the point is that you as. as If you are in this situation where the woman has the act of service love language and wishes that the man did too, uh, he can do one of two things. If he's generally happily married, uh, he can act like he has more of an act of service love language if that's what she likes. And also he can deeply understand why she wants him to help out with everything because, as I've told you, like, you know, she is, feels very overwhelmed, frustrated, she has no energy, she's tired, she's depressed, what have you. So this can help to facilitate empathy on both sides. If you are the woman, though, listen to the other side of it, which is he doesn't give a shit, right? He doesn't give a shit because anything he wants to do, he does. If he doesn't do it, he hires somebody to do it or it doesn't get done. So for him, this has nothing to do with love at all. Nothing. Nothing. This is like a separate universe from anything that he thinks of as love. Nothing to do with it. No overlap. What he thinks of as love is spending time together, hanging out, laughing, joking, touching each other, kissing, cuddling, having sex. That's it. That, that that's what it has to do. There's no housework. There's no housework in this. It is a houseworkless zone. So if if the primary way that you've been thinking that it would be natural and normal, uh, for him to receive love would be through you do an act of service, then you are wrong because there is no man like that. Uh, very few. I'm sure I'll get the one who does like acts of service who is going to write in. But generally. Active service is a great, uh, you know, cherry on top. I mean, if you have a wife that you're joking around with and hugging and touching and kissing and having sex with and she bakes a mean chocolate cake, well, then you feel like king of the world. But also you would feel that way probably if she didn't bake a chocolate cake. So that is the reality. And uh, this actually should be thought of as wonderful because it's a, it's it's a, it shows that men are really feminists. They don't want the woman in the kitchen. They really don't. I don't see any of that do it's of course, I don't see everybody at every, uh, you know, in every community and culture and whatever. I see, as I said, mostly high achieving people that are dual income, or the guy's income is very high, and then the woman is stay at home or what have you. Either way, these are people that can outsource the buying or the baking of a chocolate cake, everybody cannot. And there are many different cultures where homemaking is valued in different ways. However, No matter what culture it is, I do believe that the average man, not a man who struggles with his sexuality or his low libido or whatever, but the average man would always rather have sex than you bake him a chocolate cake. And understanding that can be really transformative to your marriage because if you only have enough, you know, energy for one thing, pick sex. Don't, don't pick the chocolate cake because it doesn't make any sense. And from the male perspective to understand why she values acts of service and that within a loving marriage, you really are taking something off her plate. She really does feel a deep sense of relief that the kitchen is clean like, you can't even imagine that you have never felt probably about any cleaning of any sort of thing ever. You don't even associate, you know, intense emotions with cleanliness, but she does, you know, and so the more of those things that you can do, then the happier she will feel, particularly if you are not at a horrible, resentment-filled, fueled place in your marriage, but rather at a nice place in your marriage where she says, wow, what a good guy. I was sitting here feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and he cleaned up the kitchen, we have a great marriage. That's things that women think. Men don't think, oh, wow, I was sitting here on the couch and she cleaned up the kitchen, we have a great marriage. No, it has nothing to do with it. She cleaned the kitchen, okay, good. You know, I mean, not good, bad, he doesn't know. It's like a trick question. Is it good or bad that she cleaned up the kitchen? The man's like, I don't fucking know. Was I supposed to clean up the kitchen? Is the kitchen dirty? Like, what's going on here? But for the woman, it's always a win. He cleaned up the kitchen, always a win. All right. Well, um, I will talk to you all soon. Hope you got something out of this and found it interesting. And I, as usual, want you to subscribe and to join my Facebook group. And if you ever do need a coach or a therapist, coaches can work in any state or country. So I have a relationship coach who can work with couples and individuals. That's Kat Roebuck. I have Heather Gray, my intimacy coach. I have Meredith Jacobs, who is my life coach, works with parenting, works with divorce, works with other with career. I also have CAD who does car- another cat who does career and nutrition. So that's all on the best life behavioral health website. And all of my therapists that are situated mostly in one state uh, are great as well. And um, yeah, please do check that out if you do need a therapist or a coach. And of course, there's me. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye bye.